We're going to turn your attention tonight to Hebrews chapter 12, and we're going to start in verse number 26. Hebrews chapter 12, and I'm going to start in verse number 26. Give honor to our pastor, amen, a great man of God, a great man of vision and faith. Give honor to him tonight, also our bishop, amen. We're just blessed with great men of God and also to my father, Amen. Give honor to him as well. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse number 26, the Bible says, Whose voice then shook the earth? And when it's talking about his voice shaking the earth, it's talking about back whenever God shook the earth when he spoke on Mount Sinai. And the people said, we don't want you to speak anymore to us. But then he goes on to say, but now hath he promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not the earth only, but also heaven. Verse 27 says, And this word yet once more signifieth the removing of those things that are shaken. There's going to be a removing of those things that are shaken. As of the things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. And verse 28 says, Wherefore... We receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved. I want you to look at that. A kingdom which cannot be moved. We receive a kingdom which cannot be removed. So let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. I want to speak to you just on that, that, that little phrase there. and the, These verses talk about a shakening that's going to happen. In the last days and this verse here says but we have received a kingdom which cannot be shaken and I want to talk to you tonight just on this simple subject the kingdom that cannot be shaken the kingdom that cannot be shaken I wonder if you would just lay your Bibles down and if we would just go before the Lord and let's just ask him to bless our time tonight God we love you God, we're so thankful for your word. God, we're so thankful for the power of your word. God, I pray, Lord, that you would anoint these lips to speak your word tonight, God, and let your word go forth, God, and accomplish your will, God, in each and every heart and each and every life. God, we ask these things in the mighty name of Jesus, and we thank you, Lord, for your word and what you're going to do. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You may be seated. These verses talk about what can be shaken, will be shaken. That there is coming a shakening upon the earth. And, and I've, I've heard recently and just confirmations and even of what I've even felt that we are beginning to feel the, that shakening happen. We can look around and we can see definitely things are beginning to shake like we've never seen them shake before. The fabric of society is being shaken. The, the very fabric of health is being shaken. Everything that, that, that we have trusted in, or you could say this world could trust in, seems to be shaken. And we look around and we see just this powerful thing. And you, you go to uh, multiple verses in the Bible, but if we go to Haggai chapter 2, verses 9 through 6, the Bible goes into more detail into the shakening. And, and it says, For thus saith the Lord of hosts, 
Yet once, it is a little while, and I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land. And I will shake all nations, and the desire of all nations shall come. And I will fill this house with glory, saith the Lord of hosts. But then he goes on to say, the silver is mine. And the gold is mine, saith the Lord of hosts. The glory of this latter house shall be greater than of the former, saith the Lord of hosts. And in this place will I give peace, saith the Lord of hosts. We know that there's a shakening that's going to happen. And we know that, and whether or not we're in that shakening that the word of God prophesies I do believe that we are but whether or not we are or we are not this message remains unchanged that there is a kingdom that will not be shaken when all the shaking happens, when everything begins to crumble, when the storms begin to, to rage, when the waves begin to crash, there will be a kingdom that cannot be shaken. There will be a place, God says, in the midst of this shaking. Here he says, in this place, I will give peace, saith the Lord of hosts. In the middle of chaos... In the middle of turmoil, there will be a God that says there is a place where I can give peace. Ladies and gentlemen, I truly believe that we as the people of God should not be shaken. We may feel pressure. We may endure the storm. But ladies and gentlemen, we have a word from God that says there is a place we can go where we cannot be shaken it's almost as if we think about it with with uh, Noah in the ark everything was going to be shaken we know everything was going to be turned upside down everything was going to be shaken but God said there is a place where I will put my name and I will make there a place of peace in the midst of the world's greatest time of storm we're not living in the world's greatest time of storm. Let me tell you, Noah lived in the greatest time of storm. That was the greatest storm that this world has ever known. And in through it all, God made a way, a place where you could go, where though the storms may rage, you will not be shaken. And ladies and gentlemen, I believe that is for us today. We, we should not be shaken. In the midst of the world that we are living in now, do not allow your mind to be shaken. Do not allow your faith to be shaken. Do not allow your heart to fail you. Do not allow anything in this world to shake you because you, you are a part of the family of God. You are a part of the kingdom of God. And when you're a part of the kingdom of God, I rise tonight to tell you you should not be shaken second thessalonians chapter 2 verses 1 and 2 says now we beseech you brethren by the coming of our lord jesus christ and by the gathering together unto him says that you be not soon shaken in your mind or troubled neither by spirit nor by word, nor by letter as from us, as that the day of Christ 
is at hand. Do not be shaken. Do not be, do not be discouraged. You know, it, it, here he's telling us we should not be shaken in our mind or troubled in our spirit or troubled by what we hear. We should not be shaken because we have the Lord Jesus Christ. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you the kingdom, the kingdom that cannot be shaken. And we're going to get into this tonight through the word of God. But it is all in Jesus Christ. When you have Jesus Christ, when you allow Jesus Christ, his power, his word, who he is to live inside of you, you become a part of a kingdom that cannot be shaken. I want to give you quite a few scriptures tonight, and we're going to look into the Word of God, and, and the Word of God is going to reveal this, this to us. John chapter 16 and verse number 33. John chapter 16 and verse 33. Jesus says, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. He just got finished telling them a lot of trouble is going to happen. A lot of things are going to take place. But he says, I've told you all of this. I've given you all of this so that in me you might have peace. See, in the world you shall have tribulation. And ladies and gentlemen, that's what we've got to realize. In the world there's going to be tribulation. But in him there's going to be peace. It doesn't matter how bad it gets out there. If you stay in him, there's going to be peace. He said, be of good cheer. Even in the midst of tribulation in the world, be of good cheer. Don't let your joy slip. I, I, I will have to admit that it has been hard sometimes to keep joy in this season. Can I get a witness? <laughs> It's been hard sometimes to, to wake up with a smile sometimes. It's been hard sometimes to, to keep joy throughout the day. But ladies and gentlemen, we've got to remember we can be of good cheer because Jesus says, I have overcome the world. He has overcome the world. So we've got to understand we can have peace in the midst of any situation. We can have peace in the midst of tribulation. There is a kingdom that, that cannot be shaken, that cannot be moved, as the Bible says. It, it cannot be moved from its place. And ladies and gentlemen, I truly believe that everything is being shaken right now. And one thing we are seeing more and more clearly is that there's only one thing that is solid in our world. There's only one thing that will never fail in our world. There's only one thing that never gives up in our world. There's only one thing that doesn't change from day to day in our world. And that is Jesus Christ and his word that he has given to us. How many are thankful to know the word of God? How many are thankful to know Jesus Christ? I wonder if we could just thank him for a moment. Oh God, we thank you for the truth that you have revealed unto us. God, we thank you, Lord. God, that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. It's all in Jesus. There is this stability that we can find 
when we look into the Word of God. Luke chapter 6 and verses 47 through 49 talk about two people that built houses. It says they both built a house. Both of them built a house. One of them built a house on a rock, but the other built their house on sand. But the Bible says both of these people built a house. Both of them, the Bible says, faced the storm. Both of them experienced the wind and the waves. But the Bible says the one that built his house on the rock stood. But the one that built his house on the stand, the Bible says it fell and great was the fall of it. The ruin of that house, the Bible says, was great. And the Bible says if you build your house upon the rock, it's when you hear the sayings of the Lord and you do them. Whenever you say, God, I'm going to follow your word. God, I'm going to follow your plan. I'm going to listen to your voice. In the midst of this storm, I'm going to keep my focus upon you. Both of them face the rain. You know, for years, this, uh, the, the, you know, Christianity in America preached what some call maybe a prosperity gospel. Where, hey, if you do this and you do that and, and if you give this and you just say this or you just, you know, you bless the church with this and not, not this church, thankfully, but across America, you would see some churches preaching a type of prosperity gospel, which was to say, hey, you're never going to face anything ever again. Everything's going to be sunshine. But that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says we're going to face storms. We're going to face trials. We're going to face tribulations. But the promise that is given to us that through it all, there is a kingdom that we can be a part of. That though we may face something, we will not be shaken and we will not be moved. Matthew chapter 16, Jesus talks a little bit about this rock. And verse number 15 he looks at his disciples and he says, whom do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. He said, you are Jesus Christ. You're the Christ. And Jesus answered and said unto him, blessed art thou Simon Barjona for flesh and blood hath not revealed unto thee, but my father, which is in heaven. And then he says this, and I say unto you that thou art Peter. He said, and upon this rock, I'm going to build my church and the gates of hell can't even prevail against it. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. There is nothing that it will be able to prevail against the church. There is nothing that will be able to prevail against Jesus's church he said my church he said I'm going to build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it this is what I feel so strong to share with us tonight is that we've got to understand everything else in this world is going to fall heaven and earth will pass away but the word of God alone is what's going to stand forever if you're going to put your faith in anything in this day and age the thing that you need 
to put everything that you have into is the word of God. It's the kingdom of God. Put everything that you have. Stop putting time into other things. But now is the time in the midst of turmoil to hold on to the rock that will never fail. We used to sing an old song that's called The Anchor Holds. Anybody ever remember the song? I'm not going to try to sing it. I don't want to do that to y'all. But it says, the anchor holds, though the ship is battered. The anchor holds, though the sails are torn. This is, I have fallen on my knees in the midst of a raging sea. But the anchor holds in the midst of the storm. Ladies and gentlemen, there is something in this world that, that is never changing. In the midst of this world, the only thing that will not be shaken and that will not be moved is the Word of God. It's the kingdom of God. It's God's plan for humanity. That's the only thing that will not be shaken is this word right here. It says the gates of hell cannot even prevail against the church. So I just feel so strongly today that we may not, we may be through all the shaking. I don't feel that we are through all the shaking. I believe that it's just going to get worse and it's just going to get worse. And ladies and gentlemen, you and I need to realize the only thing that we're going to be able to stand on is the rock of God. The only thing that we're going to be able to hold on to is the anchor of God in the midst of the storm the only way we're going to be able to help this world around us is if we get both feet planted in the kingdom of God and I want to talk to you just for the next few moments and give you some things that I believe will help us in this kingdom some some things that we must have to be a part of this kingdom the first thing that that is a part of a kingdom that cannot be shaken is that it is a kingdom of his name it's a kingdom of his name. The kingdom that could not be shaken is a kingdom of his name. Proverbs tells us in chapter 18 and verse number 10 that the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. The name of the Lord is a strong tower tower ladies and gentlemen we've got to understand something when you when you want to be a part of a kingdom that cannot be shaken you need to understand the name of Jesus Christ you need to call on the name of Jesus Christ don't look to anything else but Jesus a kingdom that cannot be shaken is a kingdom of his name when you're in need the first name you need to call is Jesus when you're in trouble the first thing you need to do is call out the name of Jesus because it is the name of Jesus that will never change that will never lose power that is a strong tower in the midst of chaos. Isaiah tells us this in chapter 50 and verse number 6. It says, I gave my back to the smiters and my cheeks to them that plucked off the hair. He's going through some tribulation here. He's, going, he's getting beat up. 
He's getting tossed aside. He said, I hid not my face from, from the shame and, and spitting. But he, in verse number seven, he says, for the Lord God will help me. He said, though I've faced so much stuff, I'm holding on to an anchor. I'm standing firm on a rock. He said, God will help me. Therefore, I shall not be confounded. Therefore, I have set my face like a flint. He said, I've set my face where it cannot be moved. He said, I've set my, my face will not be moved. He said, and I know that I shall not be ashamed. He is near that justifieth me. You know, he may not have seen him right then, but he said, he's near that justifieth me. Who will contend with me? Let us stand together. Who is my adversary? Let him come near to me. He's starting to get boldness in the midst of this tribulation. He's starting to get faith in the midst of his trial. You can just see his faith building as he begins to remind himself that his help is in the Lord. You can see him saying, hey, God is near. Who's going to come against me? God is right here. Who can come against me? He is near. Whoever's going to come against me, go ahead and come because I've got God on my side. Verse 9, it says, behold, the Lord will help me. Who is he that shall condemn me? Lo, they all shall wax old as a garment and the moth shall eat them up. And then he says this, who is among you that feareth the Lord? That obeyeth the voice of his servant. That walketh in darkness and hath no light. He says this. Let him trust in the name of the Lord. And let his stay be upon his God. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that today. No matter what you're facing, let your trust be in the name of the Lord. And let you stay upon your God. Don't leave God in the midst of your storm because that's the only thing that's going to get you through the storm. Don't get mad at God when you face trials and tribulations because it's going to be God that's going to be able to carry you through that storm. Everybody's going to face storms in this life but the people that will come through any storm in any situation and any trial will be those that trust in his name and those that stay upon his God that's why Philippians chapter 2 and verse 10 says at the name of Jesus every knee should bow it's not just talking about people, but it's talking everything is going to bow to the name of Jesus. Whether it's things in heaven or things in earth or even things under the earth. Ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't matter what you face. It doesn't matter what may come against you. If you have the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus is greater than it all. So the kingdom that stands, the people that will stand... The people that will stand in a kingdom that cannot be shaken will be a kingdom of his name. The next thing that I believe is a kingdom that will stand will be a kingdom of his word. 
It'll be a kingdom of his word. Isaiah says in Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 8, the grass withereth and the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. You ever ordered flowers for somebody before? And like five days later, you're like, I spent money on that. What in the world? Because ladies and gentlemen, that's what life is. But the thing that will never change, the thing that will never go away is the word of God. The word of God will never change. In fact, Jesus said in Matthew 24, heaven and earth shall pass away. Everything that we know shall pass away. But my words shall not pass away. God's word will stand forever. It doesn't matter what we face. And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, it doesn't matter what our culture may say. The word of God does not change. It doesn't matter how much the world around us changes. The word of God stays the same. It doesn't matter what we may face. It doesn't matter what we may go through. God's word never changes. You know, I'm reminded of somebody in the scriptures. When you think of who went through maybe the greatest trial in the scriptures, maybe besides Jesus Christ, you think of Job. Job went through trial. You go read through the book of Job, it's hard to get through because you just feel so bad for him. Everywhere he turns, he loses something. Everywhere he looks, there's pain and there's hurt. He's lost everything that he has. And then he loses his children. Then he loses his wife. Then he loses his friends. Job loses everything. But I love what Job says in the word of God. Because you, you go through and you, you think, Job, how are you going to not be shaken in the midst of this storm? You put yourself in Job's shoes. Job, how will you not be shaken whenever you lose everything? How will you trust in God whenever you lose everything? Whenever it seems like God is nowhere to be found. When you don't see any blessings of God anywhere. All you see is storm and all you see is clouds coming in. Where, where will you get hope from? And I love what the Bible says in Job chapter 19. Job chapter 19 and verse 25. In the midst of all this, he says, For I know my Redeemer liveth. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what we have to hold on to. I know my Redeemer liveth. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't care how dark the night may get. I don't care how dark it may seem. What God is trying to tell you is no matter how dark it may get, if I'm still alive, there's still hope. If I'm still on the throne, there's still hope. And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. He's going to be on the throne forever and ever. And Job said, no matter what may happen, for I know my Redeemer liveth, and that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. And then he goes on to say, and those after skin worms destroy this body, yet in my flesh shall I see God. I'm reminded of what Paul said, for me to live is Christ. 
but for me to die is gain. Ladies and gentlemen, even if our life is taken from us, guess what? That does not mean that we are shaken. In fact, it means we have a greater gain than anything else that this world has to offer. So, so no matter what may happen in this life, the only thing that will not be shaken is the kingdom of God. Because even death can't shake the kingdom of God. Why? Because our kingdom is the kingdom of Jesus Christ and death could not hold him down. And ladies and gentlemen, that's why Jesus said, be of good cheer because there's nothing, there's nothing that can come against Jesus Christ. There's nothing that can stand against the power of Jesus Christ. Job lets us know that it's by what he knows, he makes it through. It didn't matter what he was feeling. I'm sure he was feeling a lot of pain. I'm sure Job was feeling a lot of sadness. I'm sure he was feeling a lot of rejection even. I'm sure Job had every feeling that you can feel. But he said, I'm not going to trust in what I feel. I'm going to trust in what I know. And I know my Redeemer lives. Ladies and gentlemen, you may feel like it's over. But you don't need to live by your feelings. You need to live by what you know is true. Because your feelings can be shaken. Your feelings can be shaken. You can, you can, you can watch something that you know is fake. But... Just because they have the right music and stuff, you, there's a tear that can come down your eye. You're like, oh, that's so sad. Even though you know it's, there's 50 people doing camera shots and it's actors and stuff. Because your feelings can be shaken. But ladies and gentlemen, what cannot be shaken is what you know from the word of God. And I don't know about you, but... I don't want to trust something that can be shaken. I don't want to trust something that is here today and gone tomorrow. I don't want to trust in my own feelings. I want to trust in the word of God. Job got through, not because of what he felt, but because of what he knew. He said, I know my Redeemer liveth. And I know he shall stand in that latter day. And I know though skin worms eat this flesh or eat this body in my flesh, I shall see God. He said, I know I'm going to see God. I know God's going to come through for me. You've got to know that God has never left you nor forsaken you. And ladies and gentlemen, the only thing that you can do is hold on to this word. See, our world has begun to live by their feelings. You look at our world around us and... This is what I try to drill into our young people all the time in classes is that our world has begun to live by your feelings. They've always said do what you feel, but it, it seems like later it's, it's just taken, it's beginning to take a whole nother level because they say now you can just disregard what you know and go by what you feel. Doesn't matter your genetics. Whatever gender you feel like, that's what you are. 
is the philosophy of our world because feelings override knowledge. But ladies and gentlemen, feelings cannot override knowledge because feelings can be shaken. You've got to know, you've got to stand on what is truth. And the only truth is what you can hold on to. Because in the midst of anything, in the midst of any storm, the word of God is true. The word of God is true. So we've got to, it, it's got to be a kingdom of the word of God. And then last, it's got to be a kingdom of his spirit. A kingdom of his spirit. Hebrews tells us that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's why we've got to have his spirit. It says, goes on to say, don't be carried about with, with divers, you know, or strange doctrines. For it is a good thing that your heart be established with grace. He said, don't be carried about by, by this wind of doctrine or by that, by that feeling or by, by that philosophy. He said, you've got to hold on to Jesus Christ. There's going to be a lot of things that rise up. We have had a lot of things rise up even recently. But it's only going to get worse and worse as things begin to try to draw us away and try to say, hey, this is something you can stand on. This is something you can depend on. And especially in, 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 you know, in the political season that we're in, you're going to have this person say, hey, you can trust in me. I'll make everything all right. And the next person will come up and say, well, you can trust in me. I'll make everything all right. But ladies and gentlemen, the kingdom that will not be shaken is not built upon some flawed human being but a kingdom that cannot be shaken is only built upon the perfect Jesus Christ the God in flesh Jesus Christ our perfect example our spotless lamb that's the only thing that cannot be shaken hallelujah don't be carried about with strange doctrines don't be Fooled by saying this is going to solve everything. Only Jesus Christ is going to do it. You look at Joseph's life when Joseph went through so many different trials and so many different tests. And, you know, Joseph, he had a dream at, at a young age that God was going to do something great with his life. You know, that, I'm sure that feeling was like, wow, God's hand is on my life. And I'm going to be able to do great things for God. And God's going to use me to be a leader. And, and, and he just had this joy. But, but Joseph started going through some trials. Joseph was kicked out of his own house by his brothers. And they told his father that he had been murdered. And his own family sold him into slavery. And he finds his way to Potiphar's house and... And he's now working there in Potiphar's house. And, and then he, he works his way up in Potiphar's house. But then Potiphar's wife lies about him. And, and he refuses to lie with her. And, and he, he, he ends up now being put into prison. And now in prison he does the best that he can. And, and we find that he just, he just makes it all the way up until finally he's able to go to the palace. And his dream is fulfilled. But ladies and gentlemen, I, I love the story of Joseph because Joseph, according to our Bible, we don't find instances where he was shaken. Though he experienced 
so many different levels of trials and tribulations. We don't find Joseph saying, where are you, God? You must have forgotten me. You must have forsaken me. You must. Joseph kept the right spirit in any situation. In any environment, Joseph had the right spirit. Whether he was in Potiphar's house, whether he was in the prison, or whether he was in the palace, we know that Joseph did everything that he could with what was put into his hands. Joseph did the best that he knew how. He, he did everything. The Bible says he would, there would be put something into his hand and he would, he would do the best with what was put into his hand and God would bless him and God would use him because ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't matter what environment you're put into. If you have the right spirit, if you keep the right spirit in any environment, if you stay unmoved in any environment, let me tell you something, God can bless you. God can bless you. God can cause you to rise in the midst of a prison. God can cause you to rise in the midst of any situation. God can cause you to rise in the midst of any environment because you don't allow yourself to be shaken. You don't allow yourself to be shaken by even your own feelings. I'm sure Joseph had feelings of rejection. I'm sure Joseph felt like, God, where are you now? I'm sure Joseph had those feelings, but we find him just doing his best in every situation. Ladies and gentlemen, God has given us his spirit. God has given us the Holy Ghost. And if you don't have the Holy Ghost, let me tell you, God can fill you with the Holy Ghost tonight. God wants to put his spirit inside of each and every one of us because what happens is the Bible says there's fruit that comes with his spirit. That inside of us, God produces his love, his joy, his peace, his long-suffering, his gentleness, his goodness, his temperance, his meekness, his patience. God, God produces those things inside of us so that in any situation, we're not shaken. In any storm, we're not shaken. In, any, in the midst of any trial, we're not shaken. Even David said in Psalms, he said, God will make you like a tree planted by the rivers of water, which bringeth forth its fruit in its season, and your leaf also shall not wither. This is what, this is what the Bible talks about whenever we look into what God's Spirit is supposed to do in us. It's, it's detaching ourselves from our will or our feelings or from our pains and hurts. And even our own fears in the midst of our situation. And it's saying, God, your spirit in me is going to be what shines through. Because ladies and gentlemen, the only kingdom that cannot be shaken is a kingdom of his spirit. If you have his spirit, let me tell you, that as we used to sing, the world can't give it and the world can't take it away. This joy that I have. The world didn't give it to me. And ladies and gentlemen, that means if you have that spirit of God inside of you, that there is nothing that can stand against it. In fact, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall raise up a standard against it. 
It doesn't matter the floods that come against the kingdom of God. But if there's a people of his spirit, if there's a people of his word, if there's a people of his name, there is nothing that can shake that kingdom. There's nothing that can rattle that kingdom. This world can fall. Everything can change. We can lose everything that we have. But our, our, our worth and our value does not come from something that, that is external. But our value and our worth comes from what God has put inside of us. So don't look to the left or look to the right. But look to Jesus and say, Jesus, let your kingdom be in me. Let your kingdom be in me. Don't let me be shaken. Don't let me be moved. Think about Joseph. Joseph, he, he just, he had that dream. But he never moved off of it. Joseph, he never moved off of his character. He never moved. He, you know, Joseph could have tried to take things into his own hands and said, hey, God's promised me I'm going to be a leader. We don't find Joseph doing that. We don't find Joseph saying, hey, I'm the leader of God. Hello. Everybody else sit down. Joseph just trusted in God. And ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what dream you may have. But don't let, this is something that I've just felt so strong. Don't let your dreams become bigger than your God. Don't serve God because of the dream he's given you. Serve God because he's God. Don't serve God because of what he can do for you. But serve God because he's God. Fall in love with God. And this, this is what I truly believe Joseph did. I believe Joseph didn't fall in love with the dream he just fell in love with doing what's right and ladies and gentlemen if you could get the spirit of God inside of you to say hey look I don't know how things are going to work out but I know God's spirit is in me and I'm going to do what his spirit says to do. I, I don't know how it's all going to work out. But I know that I've got something inside of me that will not change no matter what situation I, I may face. And so you may, people may come and go. Places may come and go. You may, you, may, you may move in another season. You're not going to have this church. Or you're not, you're not going to have this pastor. Or you're, you know, things are going to change. Things are going to come. Life is going to happen. But the constant in any season will be Jesus. Not even death will be able to change it. David said in Psalms 139, Whither shall I go from thy spirit? Or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost part of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me and thy right hand shall hold me. Ladies and gentlemen, there's nothing that can shake Jesus Christ. He's overcome it all. 
And if you and I want to be a part of something that will not be shaken in the midst of a world that is being completely shaken, ladies and gentlemen, I challenge you today to become a kingdom of his name, to join the kingdom of his word and the kingdom of his spirit, because this, ladies and gentlemen, is what will happen. And quickly, I, I know my time is leaving me. Second Peter chapter 1 and verse number 2. I'm going to go through this very quickly, but I just want to hit a few points that I felt like God showed me. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God. Listen, look. Grace and peace is multiplied unto you because you know the word of God. Through the knowledge of God and because of Jesus our Lord, you can have grace and peace multiplied unto you. According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and, and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world. through life. Ladies and gentlemen, we can escape the corruption that is in the world through Jesus Christ. And then it says, and beside this, and this is what I want you to look at. Giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. But he goes through this whole list. But I, I think it's important for you to understand the order of it. First of all, you got to have faith. You got to have faith. You got to have faith in Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to have faith in God. And then when we have faith, we can add to that faith. We can add to that faith virtue. We can add to that faith virtue. And then it says to virtue, we can add knowledge. Ladies and gentlemen, Knowledge is one of the most important things. You need to get into the Word of God for yourself. I say this almost every time I get a chance to because the Word of God is something that you need to get a hold of for yourself. This is your book. This is your anchor. You've got to get a hold of the Word for yourself. Read the Word of God every day. It's the Word of God that will keep you grounded in the middle of all this because knowledge comes before temperance. And you know what temperance is? Temperance is self-control. Temperance means self-control. Ladies and gentlemen, you can't have self-control. You can't have control over your, over your fears. We can't have control over our failures, over our past, over, over our, anything that, that may try to come against us. We can't have that that self-control, that temperance, if we don't first have knowledge. Because as we talked about before, we get through by what we know. I know my Redeemer liveth. We get by by our faith and by our virtue, our love for God, by our faith in God, and by our knowledge in who God is. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the basis of it. But if we don't have the knowledge of who He is, let me tell you something, we can't have that control where we're not moved, where we're not shaken. But he, he goes on to say this, 
For if these things be in you and abound, verse 8, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. You won't be barren or unfruitful because you know the Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Don't ever forget where God brought you from. Wherefore the rather brethren give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you shall never fall. Would you stand to your feet? Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, we are privileged people. Out of all this, I feel like God just wants you to understand how privileged you are. We're privileged to be a part of a kingdom that cannot be shaken by anything thrown at us. We're privileged to know the name of Jesus Christ. We're privileged to know the power of Jesus Christ, the word of Jesus Christ. We're privileged to have the spirit of Jesus Christ. But what I feel so strongly is that in this day, we've got to understand that we need to get our feet planted firmly on the rock so that we can reach the world that is around us. Ladies and gentlemen, let go of things that are sinking. Let go of things that are breaking apart. Let go of some things that you've been holding on to and say, God, I'm going to hold on to you because we're going to be a light in the midst of this. We're going to be an anchor that people can hold on to. You're going to be able to help somebody out because your feet is planted upon a rock. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not for us to keep hidden. This is for us to broadcast to the world. That there is a way, there is a path, and there is a God that can save you and that can keep you through any storm, through any trial, through anything. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 56 says this, The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for us to get to work, is what this is saying. We need to be steadfast. We need to be unmovable. But now it's time for us to abound in the work of the Lord. Say, God, where can I shine your light? God, where can I reach out and pull somebody up? God, where can I help somebody? Because let me tell you something. Your labor is never in vain in the Lord. You never waste one moment reading the Word of God. 
You never waste one moment getting into the word. You never waste one moment uh, allowing yourself to, to bask in his presence. You never waste one service when you come and worship God. Because your labor is not vain in the Lord. So I tell you, be unmovable. Be unshakable. And let's abound in the work of the Lord. I wonder if you could raise your hands all over the building. I believe God is going to give us faith like we've never had faith before. I believe God's going to give us a sure foundation. Maybe you've been wavering in your mind right now. Maybe you've been wavering in your faith. Maybe your health is being shaken. Maybe your family is being shaken. Maybe your job has been shaken. Maybe everything you know is being shaken right now. God wants you to see right now. And God wants wants to reveal to you that though everything around you may be shaken, God is not shaken. His word is not shaken. His spirit has lost one ounce of power. God never loses power. His blood never loses power. His word never changes. What was the same yesterday is the same for you today, and it'll be there tomorrow because God never fails. Oh, would you let your faith arise in this place? We bind the fear that is trying to take over some minds and some hearts. We bind anything that's trying to distract and rattle and move us. We bind any sickness. We bind any disease. Oh, we bind anything that's trying to tear our attention. And Jesus, we look to you. Jesus, you are our help. Jesus, you are our hope. Jesus, you are the creator. Jesus, you're the deliverer. Though I don't see how, you're the provider. Though I don't see my healing, you are the healer. Though I may not see my miracle yet, you're the miracle worker. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. It's all in you, oh God. Oh, come on, let his spirit move upon you right now. Let it strengthen, let it strengthen your, your feeble knees. Oh, let it fix your heart. Come on, let your face be set like a flint. Stand, therefore, after you've done all to stand, just stand, therefore. Hallelujah, hallelujah. This altar is open if you want to pray. If you must go, God bless you. I just feel like we should spend some time in the Word of God, in the presence of God, just applying His Word to our lives. Oh, God, you've never failed, oh, God. Oh, you will stand forever. Oh, I know my Redeemer liveth. I know you're alive. Oh, God, there's nothing that can take you out. I hold on to you. 
through anything. I'm going to hold on to you through any storm. I'm going to hold on to you even if it's the last thing I've got left. I know, God, oh, there's nothing that can take you out. Oh, there's nothing that can sink this ship. tell you something things are beginning to happen just today we had a family come to the church Alfred and Angelica they came to the church they've never been to our church before but they said we just we 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 were baptized when we were younger but we just know that we need God we need and so they came in and they said would you please baptize us we're ready to start again. Let me tell you, there's things being shaken all over our world. People are being shaken all over the world. And ladies and gentlemen, they're looking for us. They're looking for the people of his name. They're looking for the people of his word. They're looking for the people of his spirit that will reach out to them and say, I found the rock upon which you can stand. And so I challenge you, and I wonder right now if we could just ask God, God, lead us. God, lead us to somebody that's sinking. God, lead us to somebody that's hungry. God, let us do the work of the Lord, always abounding in the work of the Lord. God, help us, oh God, lead us. God, there's somebody that's looking for a firm foundation. God, don't let me hide what I've got. God, don't let me hide, God, the rock upon which I stand. Oh, God, but let it be a city, God, that's set on a hill, God, which cannot be hid. Oh, God. Oh, God, let me be stable in you, God, so that others may find you. Lead us, O oh God. Guide us, O oh Lord. God, let this world see the kingdom that cannot be shaken in us. God, let them see. God, God, let them see your faith in us. God, let them see your love in us. God, let them see, God, what cannot be shaken. God, let them see it through us. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, amen. I believe that's going to happen more and more. God's just going to send people your way. That says, I don't know why, but there's just something different about you. I don't know why, but you just don't talk like everybody else. You don't look like everybody else. You don't react like everybody else. You're going to be able to say, it's because 
I'm a part of a kingdom <laughs> that can't be shaken. Why don't you come? Why don't you come into the joy of the Lord? Amen, amen. God bless you. You are dismissed.